We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah Oh, another week, another show, eh, boys? Yes. Oh. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Call Podcast. We are live on this glorious Friday. I am your host, Aaron Thompson, and as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. Sean, I'm never going to get over it. Sean. I don't have a last name. Oh, oh no. Yeah, he did it again. Isn't that two oh, weeks in a row? That's two weeks in a row. I See, because I have to control the knob, and it's right next to the, the button that plays... Uh, crank that you can can just uh, reassign that button to play anything else no i probably should that but thank you all for joining us on this friday um this is the podcast where nick sean and i attempt to do the podcast while drinking six beers in 60 minutes each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume uh yeah, so let's uh, let's just jump right into the brew brew brew, brew, brew reviews. Do we just start over? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> run this, yeah, no, run this again. back. Yeah, let's start with the uh, the brew review. Um, this week, uh, Sean brought another beer. Sean, what'd you bring us? It is called Slush. Very interesting can. I got a snake, a severed leg. Slush is about as simple as you were a name, Sean. Yeah, you all the best things have just one one word. Yeah, but Sean slush pie pie, but it is a um, sour ale with strawberry, raspberry, lemon, and lime, and it looks like this is an Oklahoma brewery, which I believe is a first for the podcast. Oklahoma, appropriately named Prairie Prairie Artisan Ales. All right, well, so I think right now the one that you brought last, the last sour that you brought, because this is a sour ale as well. Is still the top ranked. I think the one that Warner brought is this very close, but the second ranked. And the tangerine, whatever I brought, was just it wasn't good, not great. So there's still a couple of those in the fridge for anybody who wants them. <laughs> <I don't laughs> so, the game is the reason why they're still in the fridge. So, anyways, uh, let me get this poured. Warner, have you taken a sip yet? Nope, I have not. All right, well, take your take your sip and give it a review. Mm. We still need to come up with like a catchy like jingle for like the beginning, kind of like we do with the last call. Brew review, <laughs> kind of like Blues Clues. Brew, 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 brew review song. I don't know something like that. All right, we can you, clip that. There we go. Thank you. That's, that's, that's it right it's, there. It's there. All right, what do you got, Warner? Ooh, uh, very sour. Um, I'd say on the sour scale, it's probably a seven out of ten. I've had more sour. It's yeah. definitely not uh, Warhead sour. Oh no, it's not gonna make you cry. Um, not not sour than sweet. Um, I do enjoy it. It's got great flavor. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten. Big fan. Seven point five. Seven point five. I thought it was pretty good. Good pick. All right, we're we gonna let you go next, or you want me to go? I'll go. I mean, I was also gonna give it a seven point five, so mm-hmm. it kind of makes it easy. Well, we have a runaway train. I can you make it like a seven point five five. Seven point five one. Yeah. There you go. I like this a lot. So it's a good amount of sour. Again, like you said, it's not the most sour sour I've ever soured. But <laughs> that was actually. Kind of but <clears throat> excuse me, it's now it's hitting the throat. <laughs> so it is a good flavor. I do uh, good tartness. Overall, good beer. I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a. 
I'm going to give it a 7-3. We'll take it. I'm going to give it a 7-3. That's fine. I'm waiting for something to knock my socks off because I feel like if I go too high, then I just have no room to go. So I'm giving myself a a barrier, right? A barometer of where I can go because something's going to knock my socks off. And that's the one that you guys are going to be like, whoa, he gave it above whatever. How long are you gonna wait, though? I feel like you always guys new beers. There, there's there's new ones coming out every it's single an ever day. evolving door. But I feel like you guys feel like I'm the Russian judge at the Olympics that gives the perfect ten a an eight. You know, like I'm not that guy, but I also oh. have to set the standards where like I have room to wiggle one way or another. That's why everything's kind of in the middle. When something's really bad, you're gonna know about it, and when I think something's really good, you're gonna know about it because everything else is just kind of you know. Playing in the middle, playing it safe. I thought it was good. I, I, oh, I think it's, it's great. No, this good. this is by far the winner of all the beers that we've had. All four of them. This is the the best of those four beers. It's so fun. So good. Fine. What is it again? Artisan. It's a uh, it's slush by Prairie Artisan Ales. Would recommend if you can find it. Would recommend. They had another one, I believe, the same brewery called Vape Tricks. Um, it was also a sour, but it was four point nine percent. So I was like, I got to go with slush because it's six point one and it passes our criteria. It does pass a passes the sniff test. So good pick, Sean. All right, tonight. Where do we want to uh, where do we want to start? I got a couple different stories. One's less funny than the other one. You guys were baffled by my laughter at the story that I want to tell. So hopefully I'm not hyping it up too much. But do you want to start with the the other story? Let's start with sport. Well, they're both sports stories. So do you want to start with football or do you want to start with golf? Basketball. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have a basketball. How about, how about lacrosse? Let's we're, get let's get football out of the way. All right, we're gonna go with football. So uh, this week, a story came out on ESPN about the owner of the Washington now Commanders. They formerly known as the Washington Football Team. Uh, Informally known before as that. the Washington Racial Slurs. So the owner Dan Snyder is kind of notorious around the NFL. He's had a bunch of workplace misconduct allegations and like um, investigations into the organization not well liked by a lot of people uh, even when they were going to change their name from the Washington racial slurs to the football team to now the commanders he, he you know he fought the whole thing um, but the story came out that the owners are essentially trying to force him out that they don't want him to be a part of the ownership group anymore they don't want anything to do with him then it, uh, this ESPN article, Dan Snyder essentially is on record saying, I have dirt on Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, and the other NFL owners. And the thought in everything that I heard on Sports Talk Radio this week was about how this is him protecting himself from having to sell the team. They were going to force a sale of ownership. But this is him coming out saying, I have dirt on you guys. You force me to sell, I'm going to release this stuff. Uh, allegedly, he hired private investigators to like follow people around and like get this dirt. But, but again, everything on sports talk radio that I heard was, oh, Dan Snyder's evil. Dan Snyder's the worst. Dan, you know, blah, 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 which could be true. I don't know the guy. I don't know much about him. That's not the interesting part of this. Why is nobody asking what he has on the on the other owners? Because he's he's not playing his cards right yet. That, you don't play your cards right away. No, no, I understand that, but that wasn't the question that anybody was asking. Everybody was just saying how bad he is and how he should sell the team and what can the NFL owners do to get him out. And nobody was saying, I wonder what he has. 
Because if he does have information on the other, because everybody who owns a, a an NFL team is a billionaire. If he has, yeah. if he has dirt on these other billionaires and even the commissioner of the NFL, nobody's curious about that. Their only their only thing is Dan Snyder evil. Well, I feel like this has happened before, and not just with him. I, I, and maybe it was in a different sport, but it was kind of the same thing. Like someone was wanting, someone was getting forced out of selling because they had a you know kind of ex- almost the exact same story. I think it was sexual harassment, but like same kind of thing as the person threatened. Like, well, I know if I, if I go down, like I'm taking the rest of you with me, and then it slowly kind of just dissipated into nothing. And then, you know, I'm pretty sure that guy is still an owner of a team. So Donald Sterling in the NBA, right? Was that him? The guy that was recorded making racial, it might've been racial comments uh, that he was caught on tape. I think he was the owner of the LA Clippers. Yeah, I think that's it. And he was forced to sell. Uh, the former owner of the Carolina Panthers was also forced to sell for some reason. And he ended up selling, and I don't recall why, but I think it was misconduct of whatever kind. So there there have been owners that have been forced to sell. I don't remember in either of those situations where the person who was forced to sell came out and said, I have stuff on the other people, so you better back off. It's almost blackmail. I like I don't yeah. know if it's blackmail to that degree because but it's it's almost like an offense. But again, I'm just curious why nobody else was curious what he may or may not have. Well, I mean, it's probably people that are, but then they also I think the people that don't, you know, it, it maybe this is all bluff, maybe it's not, but the people that do care, like they're going to get him to be quiet regardless of, you know, they need to keep the, their selves clean. Yeah. And it's all it's all speculation though. You can you can say, well, it might be this, it might be this, but it's like people might not have any clue. Right, but, but no, everybody's going to keep as low as possible. Even if he does, they're still going to try to keep a squeaky clean, I don't know, attitude through this whole thing. No, I get it. Like everybody's going to try to like keep it on the down low and all that kind of stuff. But like all of the the journalists and all the radio talk show people who are like driving the topics of the day. At no point did I ever hear any of them ask the question. I wonder what he has. It was just all Dan Schneider. Evil needs to be be out. Yeah. So understandable right you have that opinion that's you know i don't again i don't know much so about what do you Schneider. think he has i don't know what he has but that's that's the question i mean maybe some robert Kraft type stuff where they're going to massage parlors and yeah. stuff maybe they make deshaun watson look like a stand-up guy i have no idea <laughs> like you don't know what he has but nobody's asking the questions either because apparently he has some he said he had something on roger goodell the commissioner of the league yeah that's a big deal then he said he had somebody on Jerry Jones who has uh, the team that is worth the most. Is it the, is it the most valuable franchise in the world? What Cowboys? The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I think. I don't know. One of the soccer teams might be like. Um, uh, it, it's it's top one of the five. Soccer, soccer teams might be higher. It's top five uh, most expensive team in the world. <clears throat> I think the Yankees are one. The Cowboys are one. Maybe Real Madrid. Manchester United or something like that, maybe. Anyways, um, but but again, yes. no. So Dallas Cowboys come in. God, this website is absolutely terrible. So, I mean, great, you could, you could probably layout. you could oh, probably find it on yeah. Forbes. That's what I'm on right now. Yeah. It's oh. like the most fucking. <laughs> it's, it's like laid just out throwing so poorly, and, and it's thrown up ad after ad after. So ad. yeah, Dallas Cowboys coming at number one at eight billion dollars. Um, Patriots somehow the Patriots are number two at six point four billion. Maybe this is just a nope. Rams, Yankees, Giants, 
I, there, the fact that it's there's not a the all American, yeah, I definitely know no, there's, there's oh no, says oh, Real, no. Real Madrid's only five point one billion. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. And Barcelona's okay. five. Wow, that's surprising. I, I but, figured more money funneled through those European soccer teams that came through any of the American. Yeah. Teams. Oh, I would I would have agreed. But so the point being that you have allegedly have something on the commissioner. You have something on the person who owns the most expensive sports team in the entire world. And nobody is actually questioning. I'm curious if he does have anything. And maybe they are, but they're just not saying it out loud. But, I mean, if you want to get rid of the workplace misconducts and you want to get rid of the people who are doing bad things, yeah, shouldn't you, like, want to see all of it, not just, like, say, this guy's bad, get him out, and then just, like, oh, whatever he has, whatever, we don't care. Well, they could be doing this, like, all internally, too, is that they're not gonna, they're not gonna blast it out until, because, I mean, you can you can have, like, defamation lawsuits. He says, he says he knows stuff about somebody, comes out and says this, and then now there's a whole defamation lawsuit that runs through, and he's saying it about two other really rich people, so then you have long, protracted legal battles that just lead to nothing. It's essentially what happened to, I mean, Alex Jones is, yeah, he got sued for defamation. That that is also incredible, and I don't want to really talk about the story, but that Alex Jones was court ordered to pay out over a billion dollars or close to well, a like billion nine hundred sixty eight million. Yeah, it's you round up, it's a billion dollars. That's that's unbelievable. Like that is that not the biggest like court ruling ever? Oh no, definitely not. For a single person, not even like was it his company or was that a single person? Is he personally liable for that? I think he is personally liable for it. So it's not his company. Mm-mm. No, okay. it's not Infowars or whatever it was because I think that Infowars filed for bankruptcy at one point. Yes, they did. The company that ran Infowars did file for bankruptcy last year, like before this whole trial started. Yeah, I did see that, but for a single person to be personally liable for that amount of money i'm curious if there's any like where that ranks in payouts i mean not a lawsuit but with jeff bezos uh getting divorced dude i mean technically he was ordered to pay money or provide money how much how much do you have to dislike somebody to say it is worth how much did she get a lot uh, yeah like 50 billion yes roughly something like that and then like she's just gone on a, a you know spree of donating which i mean i'm not i don't i'm not mad about it but but i think she also she's getting another divorce too right she got married to like to a that teacher. movie mogul or, or no, she got married to like a teacher and then now they're getting a divorce so he's gonna come out ahead uh no probably home. not he, she mostly if, if she if, had a prenup if you are any kind of person that has make is making money make your significant other just sign a prenup like i know it's like oh well that's you're like expecting things but like no just what if you know something does go wrong down the way you save yourself a lot of money and headache I mean, that is the most expensive 50, like, again, this is a round number. I have no idea what the actual number was, but like, let's say $50 billion. I don't know if there's anybody I hate that much to just say, "Eh, here's $50 billion for you to just go away. (laughs) Like that's, that's an obscene amount of money. Yeah. I can't even imagine a billion dollars. I can't even imagine a million dollars. I mean, that's no, like we're, we're so far away from all of that. Yeah. I think but, it says roughly. I had a bit more than that. Thirty six. Because I guess she had a four percent stake in Amazon. Dude, that's that's incredible. 
So, anyways, I don't know what's going to end up happening to Dan Schneider. They're supposed to have some owners' meetings, which uh, what I heard was that Dan Schneider might actually be suspended from. Like, he's not allowed to go to the owners' meetings. I was going to say, that would be a very awkward meeting. It would be like a very awkward, like, uh, Christmas dinner. Yeah, Dan. Everybody's sitting around the table, and they've got his chair separated from everybody else. (laughs) You go sit with the kids. Dan walks in, hey, Jerry. Dan. So, anyways, I just thought that was interesting because I'm kind of curious what he may or may not have. And for all we know, he's bluffing, right? I I, I don't know. But Why don't you hit him up? I, let me, yeah, no, I got a cell phone right here. Let me just, uh, let me call him up. DM so. him on Twitter or something. I'm sure. You oh, we've got him on the phone right now. <laughs> Dan, how you doing? So, uh, no, I thought that was an interesting story. So, that's where I was wanted to start. Do you want to go into my, my next sports story? Your golf story? Might as well. I'll go to my stuff. Actually, I want to go somewhere else because I forgot to bring this up. I I forgot. Switch up. No, I'll go to my golf story next. Just a little crossover action now. Broken angles. Now now we're playing basketball. (laughs) I'll go to my golf story next. But one thing I wanted to mention, actually, in the cold intro, and I wanted to do it last week, was it's October, and I have multiple friends that are now participating in Sober October. Oh. so Shoot. I'm You're assuming. gonna have a nightmare in November then. Yeah. So, <laughs> good one. So, I don't get it. Like, it, it, it's like going on a diet. Would Wait, you say it's an anomaly? Would you say that, like, you know, three guys that do a podcast where we technically are the definition for binge drinking in a setting don't understand sober October? Oh, I think we're doing more than binge drinking actually, but we only do this once a week. I mean. Maybe some more than others. I don't know. But so we get on this podcast and we we drink typically once a week. I tell you, I don't usually drink that much during the week. If if I do at all, I might have a beer. But regardless, it, my interpretation of sober October is it's just like a to feel good about myself that I did something. But it's like going on a diet and like losing twenty pounds and then immediately. Once you're done on your diet, you're like, I lost all this weight. And then you gain that plus more. You, I think you know? it's really more of just like, you, like you're not soup, like totally wrong, but like it's like people want to prove that they have some kind of self-control. And then maybe it's not necessarily for the diet thing, but, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, I just drink too much. I want to try and, you know, do one month. And the reason why I say nightmare November is usually nine times out of ten when I see people do sober Octobers, they literally just they go on a tirade in november they're just drinking all the time they make up for all of that lost time that they they could have done a you know maybe cut out one or two drinks a week during october instead of like cutting cold turkey and then by the end of it they're just itching they want to get back into it and then they just go crazy but, well go, go ahead well the, that's what i'm saying about a diet is you you cut out all sugar you cut out all sweets and bread and you cut out you know all these different things and then you're like, oh, I hit my goal weight, so I can start getting back into it. But then you go overboard. And trust me, I am the king of doing that. I've done that so many times where I've lost a bunch of weight, and then I dabble in normal eating again, and then I go overboard. So I get it. But now we're just doing that with alcohol. But because it's alcohol, it's like, oh, good for you. Like, you know, why, why are we celebrating this? I do think a lot of people... So. There was one, oh shoot, I don't remember if I did it for a month or if it was a month and a half or something like that. I think it was a month. Um, It wasn't sober October. I just randomly decided to do it. You did it for Lint, didn't you? Uh, I don't think it was Lint. No, you Um, did. Your soda? 
Your soda thing was Lent. Oh, you so. start. No, you started I did, that. I don't think I started that during Lent either. I just randomly started doing it. I thought you did, but regardless, I've had one. I had one the other day when we went and saw a movie. I was like, "Oh, there's Mr. Pib." You disgust I, me. I like Mr. Pib. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sure you do. I don't know why it sounded really good. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna overpay for this movie soda, and then I'm gonna get a Mr. Pib." Um, regardless, I did it one month where I drank nothing but water. That's it. No juice, no coffee, nothing. Um, and I can tell you, I did feel a lot better. Mentally, I was able to focus a lot better. I had a lot more energy. When I woke up, I was like, okay, I'm awake, and I didn't need anything. Uh, it was tough at first, but then it got better. But I think it's the like kind of peeking behind the curtain and seeing what things could be if you like practice a little bit better health and everything. But I would be interested to see the statistics on people that do sober October and then kind of either cut their drinking back or cut it completely. Because I bet there are a handful of people that never go back. I agree. There are a lot of people that, you know, do it and then fall right back into the same pattern. But I'd be interested to see what, how many people will just cut it cold turkey. I mean, and good for them. If that's their goal and they just like want to stop drinking and they're going to use sober October as the the reason, good for them. Yeah. But I think those cases are few and far between. And I think more often we're in nightmare November after you cut for, you know, you cut for a yeah. month. And then you're also in holiday season too. That's, yep. You exactly have, you what have I was Halloween where Halloween parties are happening. And then you roll into November. You have Thanksgiving. You're with family. Your family. And some, you're drinking. And then you roll into and December and you've got Christmas and you've got New Year's. And it's like, oh, these are all the holiday months where you are, you are at some sort of shindig with friends, family, loved ones. And most of the time, alcohol is present. And you're like, well, I'm so glad I stopped drinking October. I'm about to I mean, fuck it could up also November, December. Also, be a, a thing where it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna at least I know what's coming down the line. Let me at least give my body like a month to reset to, before to, I to just fortify absolutely, the defenses. Yeah, before I just absolutely destroy it. You know, one thing that I've thought about. You mentioned the holidays. Is around the holidays, if you are trying to diet or like eat healthy, you look like a dick, right? Like when I show up and I say oh no thanks I won't eat the delicious pie that you just made because I'm on a diet or whatever and like I don't know why but I always Here, feel you can out your aunt right now You, she, I know you don't like her mac and cheese <laughs> you can out her right now oh. we have the platform for you to do it <laughs> nope that's not the case the case is it, I just always felt like even when I was trying to like eat healthy and whatever around the holidays it's just so hard because there's so many options and like people bake things for you and they bring them over to the holiday parties and then you don't eat it and it's like well why didn't you have any cookies it's like oh I'm trying to diet and everybody's like oh no I get it but everybody secretly is like upset no I'll still I'll, I'll, I'll purposely tempt somebody I want, I, I want to see how strong your resolve is. If you crumble, <laughs> that's not on me. That's on you. Hey, you know what? To each their own. Sean's the Sean's the temptress over here with his. Uh, I don't know. Do you bake? Do you? I don't bake, but I would. I would gladly if it oh, meant you that I was gonna be like. He's made a turkey. If Aaron's like, guys, I'm not eating sugar for the next month. I'm gonna Sean. walk every day. I come over here, and be like, hey, I have to just bake this sick cake. You know, oh, I have a whole gallon of ice cream. I can't eat by myself. It'd be a shame to have this just melt in my hands. Did anybody help me? Sean's the guy going around making up stories about everybody else's baked goods. So he's like. Dude, Jill, did you hear about Jill? 
man, like, you know, she's having a real rough time at work, but she found the time to bake these brownies, so and, like, they mean them. a lot to her. Yeah. <laughs> like, she really Sean's, wants you guys to eat these, please. <laughs> Sean's making up stories about other people's shit to get you to eat it. <laughs> so, does that mean if you decide to do Sober October, you're coming over with a keg, be like, yeah. I had a party, I'll, this is leftover. Over. You probably should drink it now, I don't want it to go mm. flat, you know. Can you believe it? They were just giving these away, <laughs> yeah, and I have nobody crazy. to drink it with. <laughs> Oh, I, sorry. I poured a second glass because usually we drink. Uh, you don't have no. It's fine. I'll just put it right here. But it's, so, you don't have to drink. It's well, fine. you did that to me last weekend at the bar where I went out and I was perfectly fine, just chilling. I was already pretty I good. You, I got you a water. Yeah. Well, that was the dirtiest Budweiser colored water I've ever seen in my entire it life. Was a Bud Because everybody else was like, "Hey, I'm going to get drinks. You want?" I was like, "No, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." And Sean just says, "Yeah, fuck you," and brings me a dirt. What he's now dubbing as a dirty water. We're drinking dirty water right now. Yeah. yeah. And he brings that to me. I was like, and then he just go, here you go. And I was like, see, but your resolve was is weak. It was paper thin. I saw because we I wanted, saw behind the facade. We wanted you to have a good time and you Dude, were looking I, a little bit mopey. I understand that. But I went back and I played college for a day and it kicked my ass. Dude. Okay. So I'm 28 and I went back and the the guys yes. were refer- the guys were referring to me as the old guy. Oh no! Oh I, no! I'm literally sitting there like, did you not see the 60 year old that just walked by? Like, so we went to dinner. He's like, yeah, this Chad. Chad's always here. Yeah, but this old guy. <laughs> so, anyways, I went back and played college, Chad's and then legend. and then I met up with you guys later, and so I had already had my fill, and that's that's why. Can't I mean, you saw me the next room? day. I, I had a pretty. I was pretty out of it the next day when we went to the the basketball thing and the the lunch. Yeah. It's because you were on your phone playing fantasy sports. Yeah, I also you were more, there. There were literally was, there were sport. We were at a sporting event watching live sports, and no you're watching room. fantasy sports. That's so I had, sports forum. I had like, tens. Why? I had tens of dollars on the line. <laughs> I'm trying to win my money back, man. <laughs> live sports right in front of you. Entertainment. Uh, rookies singing karaoke. Very R- rookies poorly. not singing. So, for just to let everybody on the inside, we went to the uh, Pacers. They do a fan jam where it's just like a an exhibition between the Pacers players and inner squad scrimmage, and then they have the rookies come out and do this talent show. Oh, so, oh. so that's what it was. That you was call great. that talent? <laughs> no, like I think singing was his first choice, but he had to fall back and go to basketball because <laughs> that's how bad he was at singing. Bad. So. All right, you guys want to go to this golf story that I was laughing at? Yes, please. Let's 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 get to the golf I, story. This better be just to let you know. You hyped this up yeah, a he was lot. Over here you, did, you never, for you a never, solid twenty minutes. You never said anything. There was no verbal communication. You simply just let. Well, I guess that was uh, because I didn't want to. I couldn't read you the story because then correct. So, but I, you hyped it up a lot just by your laughter. Look, so I think the writing was funny. Like okay. I was laughing. You remember the burrito? Yes, that was like, hilarious. Yeah. I will give you that. So this is golf, okay? But I thought the writing was funny and it made me laugh. So you, I know you two are just going to shit on it anyway oh, because that's would, what you guys we do. Would never. Oh, I'm ready. Here we go. We would I'm ready. never. Thompson, we don't shit on you. All right. So the title of this article, and it's a long one, An but anomaly. But we'll get into it. So a quote unquote pro showed up for a PGA Tour pre qualifier. He shot a 69 with an asterisk, nice. had a had a two-hole stretch for the ages. 
Okay, so that's the that's the premise. That's the title. So this is this is what happened. A little bit of a background. A pre qualifier for a PGA Tour event. There's a week where they have a tournament. If you win that tournament or you do well enough in that tournament, you can go play at the Monday qualifier. The Monday qualifier, if you win the Monday qualifier, you are now entered into that PGA Tour event, right? So there's levels. So virtually, in this case, anybody can go to the pre-qualifier, qualify for Monday qualifier, and then end up getting onto a PGA Tour event. So this is what happens. Nick Scheib, who was there to compete, was on the range on Wednesday for the pre-qualifier when he saw a player whiffing while warming up. His immediate thought was, man, I hope I don't play with that guy. Sure enough, he was paired with the guy who was whiffing golf balls on the driving range. Perfect. The man he was paired with, his name is, uh, I'm going to assume it's Syed Zaki. He was the one whiffing at the the range. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they started on hole 10 so they started on the back nine Mm -hmm. and you know nick is very concerned about this zayed hits a great drive has a good approach puts the ball six feet in or six feet away for his his par putt hell yeah Things good are good for him. Yeah, no, things, things are, are him. off. So this man, hey, went, he's this improving. Went, yes. So a this lot. man went from whiffing on the driving range to having a par putt on the first hole. He got all of his bad shots out of the driving range, as opposed to when I get all my good shots on the driving range. So if you know anything about golf, if you're in somebody's way when they're trying to putt, you're supposed to mark your ball. If sure. you if your marker where your ball is is in front of somebody, they can ask you to move it. And there's a, a particular way that you have to actually move your marker. So the, one of the guys that was in this group said will you move your marker and he goes what do you mean so the player had to go move his marker for him and then after he putted had to move it back for him to be in the rules okay was he allowed to touch his marker Mm. i don't think that's illegal but they did it anyway so the very next hole syed found trouble when he duck hooked three shots off the tee (laughs) And he was using a Shrix and Divide. So they're the multicolored balls that are divided in half, two colors. So he's using those divided balls. Okay. <laughs> duck hooks three balls off the tee. And according to Nick, uh, Zaki considered quitting, saying, I don't want to lose any more balls. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's in a PGA Tour qualifier. Yes. So... And there's not a qualifier for the qualifier? No. <laughs> You're telling me I can show up to a golf course and sign up for a PGA Tour qualifier? We're, we're going to get to this. Okay. His seventh shot found the fairway. Seventh? Seventh shot found the fairway. Hell yeah. And he ended up making a 12. Wait, I thought you could only... It's a PGA event. You play until you finish the hole. Oh, oh no. boy! There oh, is there no. is no give up. Like if you give up, you withdraw. That is how you give up. So or you run out of balls. <laughs> Isn't there a ball in it? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Keep going. I'm around. As you need. So he thought about quitting and verbally said, "I don't want to lose any more balls." <laughs> so 
he then he goes on to make a double bogey and a quadruple bogey at the next two holes. Good lord. Sound like me out there. And then Zaki pulls off one of the greatest two-hole combos in golf history. At the 14th hole at Champions Gate in Orlando, Florida. It's a par 3 that was playing 231 yards. The wind was a par 3, a par 3, 231 yards. 231 yards. This man okay. just made a 12, a double bogey and a quadruple bogey. Okay. The wind was blowing from left to right. Hitting a three wood, Zaki delivered a perfect shot that never left the flag and landed a foot and a half from the hole. Jeez. He made the putt and according to Nick Schreib, raised his hands in celebration before claiming, that's my first birdie. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Schreib took that to mean it was his first ever birdie. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> so he birdies a 231 yard par three yeah. the next hole was a 447 yard par four these are some long holes zaki had to reload off the tee and found his second ball in the sandy area left of the fairway he topped the next shot and embedded it further into the sand making the ball unplayable then he hit multiple balls into a penalty area, fronting the green, Good Lord. and eventually playing from inside the hazard before finally finding the green. There was one problem. The ball that he was playing was all white. He, had, he was playing those multicolored because, ball, so <laughs> balls. So he hit someone else's ball? The other two players didn't have the heart to tell him he had played the wrong ball, and they let him put 17 on his scorecard oh my god so he shot a he shot a birdie on a 231 yard par three and then he shot a 17 on the next hole how does it not click that you went from a multicolored ball to a white ball he's i mean if you if you you, he's he's on the high of his life hitting that birdie and then he's running you're on your 17th shot you might not you're like you're you're frustrated you're not thinking like you're just seeing a ball you're hitting it you're just praying it goes towards the hole so, on the 14th and 15th, he shot a 2 and then a 17, respectively. <laughs> that 2 being a birdie. That's one fewer than actually John Daly when he was at Bay Hill. John Daly, his two-hole stretch on number 6 and number 7 at Bay Hill, he went 18 and then birdied the next one. Hmm. So, we're already comparing this guy to John, <laughs> John Daly. <laughs> Sounds just as good. On the next hole, Zaki fell into a bunker while making bo- bogey. So like he literally tripped and fell into a <laughs> into a bunker while oh, on his man. way to make a bogey. He's struggling. He then doubled the seventeenth, and on the finishing hole, Nick Schreib estimated his playing partner made a ten before deciding he had experienced enough. Zaki announced that he was done, and after Schreib drove him to the parking lot because they were sharing a cart, so he drove him <laughs> to the parking lot. Hey man, I think I'm good. Can you give me a ride? (laughs) (laughs) Shribe followed protocol and asked for Zaki's scorecard. Zaki said he wanted to keep it. (laughs) Perhaps as a memento for having broken 70 on the the back nine. Oh, my God. So this man shot a 69 
with an asterisk with an asterisk right that that was the asterisk he shot a 69 on nine holes in this pre-qualifying tournament so nick asked how does this happen according to and this is a golf digest article this is not satire this happened at a pre-qualifier according to this golf digest article pre so i i explained what pre-qualifiers are but what happens is when you go to sign up for one of these pre-qualifying events there's two options there's a pro option and there's a amateur and you have to enter a handicap he just clicked the pro option paid his 250 dollars entry fee and then showed up to play they don't do any like um like any kind of he said that there are so many like this article says that there are so many people signing up who are who are pros quote unquote pros that it's almost impossible for them to vet them all before the event actually starts Jesus Christ so yes you can go and sign up for one of these pre-qualifiers click pro and there's a chance that they don't vet you and then you can just go play nine or in this case nine holes (laughs) at whatever PGA Tour course they're playing at that week. That's an expensive nine holes. I, I did... That is, that, I mean... $500 for 18, essentially, which I think was... No, Pe- he, Pebble... I think, just, I think it was just 250 No, 250 It was 250 no, for I'm, the I'm, entry fee. I'm doing the interpolation, whatever. I get... Extrapolation. For nine, whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, 250 nine holes. Well, I guess he... Per nine holes, so yeah. He could have played was, the whole 18 if he really wanted to, but it was essentially, he had experienced enough, so... It was essentially a $500 round. Yeah, $500 uh, round, which I think you could play Pebble Beach for like 500 or 550 bucks or something like I that. Mean, I, I, I did... It's pretty easy. I did forget to mention... <laughs> I just roll on. I just roll on. I just roll on, dude. I did forget to mention that uh, Syed Zaki said on the first tee when he got partnered up with Nick Scheib that... He had forgotten two clubs at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, my sixty degree and my punter, not really my strong suit anyway. Don't eat those. Just pick this club up in the shop. Uh, I don't know. It was a little used, but it looks so, like it would be good. So the reason I was laughing so hard is just the way this thing was written. It was just one thing after another. It was just like, oh, he's whiffing golf balls at the driving range, but then he made par. But then he hit three off the tee into the woods and said, I don't want to lose any more balls. Why is this surprising? This is literally every time we play. Because this isn't a PGA Tour like pre-qualifying event. That's why. So anyways, I saw that story and thought it was the greatest golf story I might have ever seen in my entire life. That he shot a 69, nine holes, said, I'm done, withdrew. The, his playing partner had to drive, <laughs> drive him back to the parking lot, ask for his scorecard, and the guy said, "But I want to keep it." <laughs> I at least have the decency to drive you around for the rest of the round. You know, I don't. I don't go back to the cart. Thompson yeah. secretly goes by Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes to show you. And, and the article said this is not the first time this has happened. But they were again comparing him to John Daly when John Daly shot eighteen. And again, John Daly is a pro, is an actual professional golfer and major championship winner. Shot an eighteen and then birdied the next hole, whereas this dude birdied an impossible hole. But what they didn't say was John Daly had two-fifths of jacks, 17 (laughs) beers, and two joints before doing that. While still smoking cigarettes on the course. Yeah. This guy had six golf balls for the day (laughs) and lost three of them on one hole. (laughs) So, anyways, 
moral of the story, kids, is if you want to play in the PGA Tour, did you you can. <laughs> you just might not get anywhere. Did they do a press conference? I really wish they would have. Saeed, today, Saeed, how'd you, how'd you feel like today? <laughs> today, I consider myself the luckiest golfer on the face of this earth. So a par three ahead? I had nope. six balls today, and I only lost five. Oh, dude. Thank so, you, Saeed. Anyways, sorry, but yes, that was the the story that I was laughing at so hard because it was just one thing after another, man. Okay, you you... Well, it's while, while, while I solid. say it wasn't as funny as you made it seem to be, still a decent story. Well, again, it was the way it was written. I thought was pretty good, and I paraphrased a lot of it. But even just like the description of he was using a Strixon multicolored ball, <laughs> like and then the, he was hitting the white one, after and then hey, that's a good ball. That's a great ball. <laughs> it does provide you that putting line, though. Right. Like it's great. It, uh, so I, I have actually found a couple of those on the course recently, and they are really fun to watch, like, roll along the green. Yeah. Like, like It's just, really trippy when you hit it off the tee and you watch it. It's like, yeah, it's it's wild. Absolutely wild. Can I, can I, uh, I just randomly stumbled upon this, this thought. Yeah, go for it. Uh, this memory randomly that just popped stumbled. up in my head. In the old noggin I'm there? assuming you're done with your story. Oh, no, that was it. Yeah. I um, had dinner with my brother the other night. No way. And I looked over and... Did you tell him you loved him? N- no. Okay. I did not. A flashback. Didn't, uh... Didn't... What? To, to, to previous reference. podcast? Oh, Pre- yeah, yeah, well, uh, sorry. Go go uh, on. Din- <laughs> dinner where you didn't tell your brother you loved him. <laughs> I did not. I did not. What kind sorry. of are you? Um, I happened to look over and I saw this uh, older lady and she had a glass with some ice in it. And then the lady proceeded to pour a beer into it. Oh. I have oh. never been so confused in Grandma, my life. Wait, no. what, what was the beer? Uh, I think it was just like a Coors Light or something like that. Uh, I mean, so, so, it so was she already, was drinking water. Uh, yeah, I, it was already watered down. She's like, three and a half percent is kind of heavy, so... I almost thought you were going to say, I also thought you were going to say Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Like, oh, this beer is too good to not be on ice. So the only, the only, uh, it's like, you you might remember this. Um, We had a couple of friends that lived up in Broderpool at the time, and there was a, a popular place to go to called Union Jacks. And over the summer, they had a, I don't know if they called it like around the world competition, but basically you could yep. sign up. And the goal was that you would go back and every week they would have different beers on tap from different countries. And then you would try and fill out the card. Um, and I was, I didn't actually do it. I was with, I kept going with some of my other friends that did it. And one of the weeks that they went there, they had this one that I'd never heard of. And it was, they were like, oh, it's, it's, it's an English cider. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I'll try it. Like I've never had it. I'll give it a shot. And it, it's called Magners, but they do serve it over ice. And when he put ice in my pint glass, I was like, I no, uh, no, no. <laughs> I got a, I got like a, like a, a th- he's like, no, 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 this is how it's how it's supposed to be done. And then I was like, okay. And so they pour it. It was weird. I was like, I don't know why ice is in my glass right now. This doesn't feel right, but apparently that's how they drink it over there. Did you, I feel like when I was younger, there were kids that would drink their milk with ice uh-uh no Mm-mm. i didn't no. like it Mm-mm. i didn't like it at all never yeah. once have i seen that they're like the some moment of the, i see that i'm punching them right in the mouth they're like some of the weird kids in school like that it was just like yeah 
No, 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 no. I've never once seen someone put milk and ice. No, no, thank you. Ew. What's the What's the worst? Is beer or milk worse with ice? Like, if you had oh. to choose one, which Which one are you choosing? I'm I'm choosing I'm probably, beer. I'm probably beer. I'm choosing milk, beer with ice. Milk is a lot of well. I mean, what kind of milk are you drinking? Milk. I guess. Huh? I'm. It depends. Yeah, on I, I don't care. It's just what your favorite beer. You could whatever beer that you want to put on ice. You put on ice. But it's uh. it's beer or milk. Which one are you putting on ice? <sighs> I, I'm I'm sticking. I mean, I mean, I'm I'll, I'll probably beer. go with beer. But like, if you're you know for the skim milk drinkers out there, that's basically water anyway. So that, that could be okay on ice. I'm a whole milk drinker though, so that shit would be disgusting. On ice. <laughs> my my brother called me the other night. He never followed up on this, but he just called did he me. Say, I love you. He did not. Mm. He asked me. Mm-mm-mm. He asked me how much milk is in Indiana, and I told him I don't know because I don't know. And he said, "What kind of question is that? Like how no, many because gallon, every, everybody compares everything. Oh, the price of a gallon of milk is going up. Everybody does that. Do you want to guess what a gallon it's of milk? A gallon was? of milk, gallon of gas. Like that's what everybody compares. Well, we oh, have a, we have a ridiculous up. gas tax here in Indiana, so we're always higher than competing states. Right, but do you want to guess what milk was in Arkansas? Six dollars. Six dollars and fifty cents. For two percent milk, and I was like, "Are you getting like the like the glass bottle one, like the really fancy milk?" The and he over, goes, "Overwise." He was he was like, "No, like the the plastic carton, yeah, whatever your your store brand six fifty, yeah, Prairie Farms." Golly, I'm glad my car runs on diesel, and not milk. Actually, my car doesn't run on it diesel, on gasoline, gas. and yeah. not milk. Yeah, yeah, because I hope not. Because it doesn't. I've, I've been, been picking you up. Diesel, and he's like, "Hey, this is cheaper." I'm just put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, no, um, I don't know. I, I beer over ice. I don't care. Uh, you know, like when they serve you um, Blue Moon or like half of ice in and then they like put fruit in it and stuff yeah the orange little, slice. little orange slice on yeah, the edge. no they don't do that in germany like there's no fruit in the beer like yeah. they serve you a beer and you drink the beer like there's no fruit so well, that's I mean, that's well, definitely I mean, an american well, I think, thing no, I think it's kind of nice blue moon's more of the like the only one that you would actually get an orange in like straight german beer yeah i don't think so and really i think the this could be incorrect by a very large mile because i just read it on the internet and i don't really trust everything <laughs> I read on the internet but even with like your mexican beers the lime was more to disinfect the rim of the beer yeah. than it was to add taste to the beer. That makes sense. However, Corona and lime is very good. No, I, I mean, I, it, I, it is very good. But I also don't think that's a traditional way of drinking a like beer in no, Mexico. I, don't I do think it makes it taste better. I like it. So the the brewery that we go to for trivia, they yeah. have like their staple El Gato. Uh, El yeah. Gato. Yeah. Well, they came out with El Gato with lime. There's. I don't taste the lime. There's no lime in there. I don't taste the lime. And and you have to pay a premium for it. It's more expensive than the regular Elgato for the, the hint I, of lime that isn't there. Limes aren't free, Aaron. Well, don't use lime. I'm, I'm if upset. If you're going to put I, lime in your beer, like, at least make it taste like lime. Am I wrong? Like, I'm... I, when I moved down here, we were going there, like, like we started that, and then it, you could go there and drink four or five beers, and it would be, like, 15 bucks it was awesome like it was so cheap not anymore and it started picking up picking up and then like next thing i know last time we went there i got like four beers and then when and and that was it they only serve beer they don't serve food or anything well they have chips but yeah, they have chips but they're stale oh bad 
they're not even they're not even their chips. I think it's like it's, a broad it's, it's, ripple, it's a broad ripple chip company, chip company or, or something like that. Um, but I, four beers and they were pints. But I was like, they're like, you want your your uh, your tab? And I was like, yeah. And then I see thirty six dollars, and I'm like. Now wait a minute. Yep. This no. was like ten dollars, like six months ago. Yeah, that's, the, that's the problem. Like, what is going on? That now? area has been increasingly more expensive, yeah. and then when you look at it too, also like they now have food trucks out there that they 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 allow to come onto the premise and take up valuable parking spaces to put their food trucks there, and then charge a ridiculous premium for not great food. No, like. Do you know how stupid I felt paying $8 for a hot dog at, yeah. at Wiener Dreams? <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking stupid. That's a great... Wait, that's did a, you get like... That's what, a great what, sound clip. Okay, I mean, I feel like... Wiener I, I, Dreams? It's like I've also got to that, but I don't think I paid $8 for it. I think it was like 4 or 5 what No. Are we, what were you getting on it? Did you, did you do the full I got, I, No, I got like the Chicago dog with the whatever in yeah, a bag pickle, of chips. And it was pickle, like some onions. It was like $11 for hot dogs and a, and a yeah. mini bag of chips. It wasn't even like one of like the family pack, like full size bag of chips. It was just like a. Well, no shit. Who's giving out a family size no, pack not of a, chips? No, 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 no. <laughs> Jesus, Thompson. <laughs> no, they were like the like super mini bags. Not like when you it's get like the party you get pack. The Cheeto, the Cheeto bag is the smallest of all of them. Yes, no, they have party packs that give you like actual like single serving like decent I, size. No, all all chip manufacturers just continually fuck their consumers with you know it's fifty percent air, maybe thirty percent chips, and where did the other twenty percent go? No one knows. It's gone. It's just out of there. What bagged food gives you the most bang for your buck? Pretzel. Rice. Okay, well. I, Usually I, rice. Yeah, well, yeah because what rice. is that it? That bag is full. That bag is that about bag to burst, full. and that will last me roughly two to three weeks. I was yeah. going to say more snack foods, but no, rice 100%, oh, because yeah. what, one cup of rice at what, triples in volume or yeah. whatever? No, like, yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's the most bang for your buck, easily. But, like, between, chi- between chips... Good job, guys. Between chips, pretzels, or popcorn... Which bagged snack gives you the most bang for your buck? Probably popcorn, honestly. Pretzels. Pretzels are so dense. I, I'm thinking pretzels as well. I think popcorn. That Dots I bag that I have right there was, like, full. That's the thing. And a pretzel I, is dense, whereas popcorn is not. I will agree. Popcorn does, like, fill up the bag more than, but I mean, like, no, but I'm traditional you, but, chip. But I'm saying, like, you could have, like, I don't know, like... you. you per, like, ounce weight, I feel like, I don't know, nutritionally, probably the popcorn wins out. I'm going with pretzel. I I think I have to go pretzel as well. It's definitely not chips. Like we can all agree, it's oh, definitely no, it's not never chips. The fucking chips. It's, it's either empty. pretzel. I've been heartbroken too many times. It's either pretzels or popcorn. Yeah. But yet like, you keep crawling back. Like I've heard <laughs> well, that that, that, that uh, Cool Ranch just brings me back. <laughs> I've heard that La- the Midwest and me. I've heard that Lay's is actually an air company. Yeah, and they like, are. They just subsidize chips on the side. Like I wouldn't even be <laughs> mad if like they act like if they just vacuum sealed the bags and be like yeah okay well i really like the chips i know i'm getting this amount cool don't just fucking lead me on like there, there there's a potential that you have that one like golden bag that like is actually legitimately filled because whatever lays worker was like you know what i'm gonna be a real one for one time and then they fill the whole thing out like oh, but think you. about the cost of materials they're wasting so much material by they leaving are. that much space like if you if you made the bag big enough to host the amount of chips that they're giving you, the amount that over You're suggesting vacuum sealing bags. That's what Sean just said. Yeah, like you could you vacuum would crunch s- every chip. 
You could gently do the, it. The, the bag... No, or you could at least make it they less do it, air. The reason why they do it now is because it effectively acts as a bubble wrap within inside of the box. Hey, when did, so when did can, Big Chip get to you? When did, when did Big Chip take over your lifestyle? Are lifestyle? you saying I'm drinking the Kool-Aid? I think you are. I think <laughs> are you, you are. saying I'm eating the chips? Or is it with Big Chip? Are you saying the Cool Ranch has gotten so, to me? So, I'm just, just, so uh, tell me how Pringles does it when they have a tube that's filled to the brim with chips. And there's no... There's no, a chip company I can no, get behind. Because I had, this, I had this conversation. I had this conversation. It's one of the better designed chips because of the shape of it, because it's not going to it's not gonna crumble. It's not going to fall apart in but the But you get your money's worth. Why? Because it's But they don't taste the as good, and it's not a real chip. It's not a... Put some respect it's not on some soap. pizza Pringles, my guy. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> when have you ever seen, like, a... How do they make those? I mean, it's got to be just potato mash that's formed into that shape. It's a fucking well, it's chip. A potato <laughs> chip. Yes, but I'm I'm saying, look at a normal Lay's potato chip. Like when you slice it, you can imagine slicing a piece of potato, putting it into a deep fryer, and then frying that, and it creates this weird organic shape. Right? When have you ever what, seen? What do you need to fucking have an organic shape to eat it? It's still you a potato. Know, but I, I, you eat just hot dogs. Looks What's weird. organic about I don't know, meat man. And the casing? I don't think I I uh, I, uh, I have a fucking can of Pringles in my desk. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just don't think they're that great. A potato in a blender is the same as a potato sliced, just in a different form. So if even if it's a po- yeah, mashed potato make, that they fry, trash on McNuggets. Just, people would trash on McNuggets as well because that is chicken mash. It's the same thing as a hot dog. A hot dog is just meat mash put into a tube. I I don't know where you're technically saying people trash on McNuggets because I definitely do not. Well, there was that was mainly because of the documentary Supersize Me when they had the like Well, that was such a loaded fucking documentary. Don't even get me started. Well, yeah, you're just mad cuz they got rid of Supersize Me options. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's my diet. You're not going to trash on my diet. Well, no, because he literally it's such a loaded diet. Oh, McDonald's is so bad for you. You literally ate it. For breakfast, lunch, dinner, and got the largest size every single time. Of course it's going to be bad for you. I, I agree. I see what you're saying. It's loaded. It, it, it is. But this is worst case scenario. That's what. Yeah, that's what you're saying. It, yes, if there are people that ate this, like that, I don't think that they would are, be surprised. Are, you'd be surprised. There well, the are probably that, some people that eat so like that. that. That's the, the. I think the whole point of that documentary was that people eat like that because it was cheap. So McDonald's with the dollar menu is you can get a lot of food for not a lot of money versus eating healthy was the problem is if you want to buy organic spinach, vegetables, meat, that's going to be 10 times the amount of one McDouble. And you're like, yeah, I'm probably just going to go with the McDouble. One, it tastes great because all the preservatives and it's delicious. So here we are. $3 bundle. That's all I'm saying. But it's that. Wait, 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 I have to tell the story. Okay, go for it. I wanted to tell it, and I didn't want to jump in. I didn't, huh? Back to backs from you tonight. What stories? Yeah. Oh well. Okay. (laughs) So the the whole ice thing made me think of another story that I had. So we took a an intern out. We got iced. It was no. no. (laughs) We took an intern out. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say his name. Jim. Jim is his name. The name that I assigned to him. Jim Harper. Jim. Um, so we took Jim out, and he was turning 22 or something like that. 20, yeah. And he orders a beer, and when the beer comes to him, he goes, Hey, can I have a straw? Mm. 
So Jim the, the immediately ice, got fired. <laughs> the ice thing reminded me of I this saw, story. I saw this like two weeks ago. A straw at a bar. Shut up. Some lady walked in. Was sitting at the bar, got a beer, and said, "Can I have a straw?" And my intrusive thoughts won. So I walked over. I said, "Why the fuck did you get a straw?" <laughs> oh, so gracefully. I, well, I maybe not have said why the fuck. I was like. Why are you drinking a, a beer with a straw? And then her reasoning was, "Well, I just did my lipstick," and so I was like, "Okay, but is you, your lipstick you that important? Stain the glass? Where you could have just like just read then get your a, lipstick after the beer? Yeah, get a cocktail. If you're if you're trying to look fancy enough in order to wear lipstick, I feel like you should just get a cocktail and be that much more fancy. But she yeah. drank the whole beer through a straw, and I was like, "Oh, Damn. I accepted oh, no. the response for a minute, and then I said." I still don't accept that. <laughs> I, I was just like, I was like, wow, like what the fuck? Are you like mentally okay? Like, yeah. so, wrong, so Jim, Jim, got fired goes, the next day. No, no, no. Oh. We go, Jim. You you don't drink beer through a straw, and he goes, why not? You just don't. And then we followed it up with, uh, so he's drinking his beer now, not through the straw. We convinced him not to, and some uh, smashing pumpkins is playing, and he's kind of sitting there, like kind of jamming out to it and he goes we're like Jim do you like smashing pumpkins and he goes yeah that sounds like fun <laughs> <laughs> and we're like alright Jim it's yeah. the band it was fun but anyway it was a good story on that note it's that time of the night what time of the night is it it is the last call last call this is the last call for alcohol this evening Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Last Call on the Last Call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week, uh, I don't think we've done this before, but we're going to play a game that I am dubbing General Consensus. So what I have done is via Twitter and other internet means, I have found a bunch of polls that ask yes or no questions give you two options you choose and i've got statistics behind it of what the audience answered so i'm going to ask you to these questions i'll answer as well and we're going to see if you're in the general consensus of whatever question that i ask so it's family feud yeah but with only two answers and not seven good fair enough all right are you guys ready sure so you'd say it's 50 50 it's a 50-50 shot. All right. We're going to start with the Twitter poll questions that I found. And these are from at polls, P-O-L-L-S on Twitter. I don't know how you got that handle, but congrats. So it's just at polls uh, on Twitter. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Ketchup. You guys are in the majority. Let's go. Uh, I would also say ketchup. Ketchup. 80. Oh, I know you would say ketchup. <laughs> yeah, oh, would you say ketchup? This man is ketchup team 100%. I'm surprised you didn't ask your brother what the cost of a gallon of ketchup was down there. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It was uh, Heinz going for down there. Go to your local Sam's Club. We can find out. Uh, ketchup, 81%. Mustard, 19%. Do love mustard. Pancakes or waffles? I'm going to go waffles. Pancakes. We're split. So one of you is in the minority. And uh, who said pancakes? One of us is in the majority. And that is how the... <laughs> who, who said pancakes? I said pancakes. 
You are in the minority. Waffles won 51.5%. There we go. Pancakes, 48. Oh, that was a really close one. Pancakes, 48.5%. Yeah, oh. I feel like it. Feel like it's 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 like essentially they do the same thing. It's just more of a texture. That that that's what that. I'm pretty sure they're made of the same ingredients. I do. No, they I are. do. No, I you... do see a pancake getting mushier, yeah. like quickly. Like you have to eat it yes. rapidly. The walls of a a, a waffle help the, allow for some more rigidity. But I've had some bad waffles oh, where absolutely. you burn it oh, and no, then it's gross. ruined. It's There's disgusting. no chance. A pancake. If somebody burns it, they're not bringing it out to you. I you can also lo- have undercooked waffles that are absolutely disgusting yeah. because why? They're they if it was a pancake, it would have been cooked fine. But yeah. since they tried to do the rest of it, it's really gross. I do like the little cubbies for my syrup. I, I know you do. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Gotta make sure each cubby's filled up. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. You know this man's. <laughs> oh no i get a fucking eye dropper uh next question day or night i don't know i'm kind of i don't really care that's a that's a uh, hard one you, you, I, I can get more done during the day and i feel better okay fine so sunlight, if, sun, if you don't I'm care going i'm going to if you don't if you don't care then pick what you think that my menor or whatever majority is if, if you don't care think what you think the most people say day i mean I, i'm gonna say most people pick day but wrong really night 61.9 percent of people enjoy night whereas 38.1 percent said day well i guess maybe, maybe maybe they view it more as like leisure slash fun time it's like, it's like during the day you're expected to work x amount of hours and you have other obviously you have outliers that work other shifts but i would have said day myself but you know night night one out if you're arguing morning versus night yeah i'm going night but i'll argue morning i like mornings they're nice breakfast or dinner uh dinner 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 one yeah. 53.2 percent breakfast 46.8 so. i like breakfast but like i have to really be like if, if, if it's not breakfast hours like you know i know people do breakfast as dinner a lot of times but like i really have to be in the mood for that i can't just do it you know, oh yeah every day i'm gonna just fucking eat breakfast food i could eat dinner for breakfast i don't like breakfast for dinner yeah all right if you had to never file taxes again or never go to a family event again uh never go to a family event again Taxes are easy. If you if you're, if you're an adult, you can't figure out your taxes. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, not, I, it's not that hard. I like family events, so I'm gonna go taxes. Taxes for sure. Fuck taxes. So taxes <laughs> was 89. percent Sean, you are in the minority of 11. percent I can't believe that many people don't like their families. I just can't believe that people can't figure out that taxes are not that fucking hard. It's it's just yeah. It takes you. It takes. It, you it less doesn't than make an hour. sense, but. It, Every 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 tax season, like U.S. tax season comes around, and every time there's something on Reddit that like, oh, the Americans are doing taxes again. The thing that doesn't make any sense. Oh, why it don't you just pay it? Oh, there's an, as you go. There's an entire economy around taxation Correct, in the United States, which is why it is the way it is. Why it's but never going that's, away. That's a topic it's, for a different it's easy. day. It's not that hard. I, I, agree, I but, but, but it shouldn't be a thing. I mean, it's like I, why. You just you know the number. You have your I family have to, stuff. That's the issue. Is like I just hate taxes, and so it's just, it's just you, you take an hour out of your day versus family events takes like tens the, of the hours a oh, year. It's just so inefficient. It's like what do you mean inefficient? You put in your information, you move forward. But I shouldn't have to do it. Period. What what is the, what is 
I have to pay you, either pay you or get money back from you. Yeah. No. You know what that number is. Yes, we do. And I have to guess what that is. And I have to guess what it is. And if I get it wrong, there's a penalty. (laughs) You don't have to. If if, if you just. Why don't you just tell me what the number is? (laughs) It's the fucking dumbest shit. Next. Okay. It makes no sense. Next question. All right. Anyway. I can teach you guys how to do taxes later if you want. (laughs) I did taxes. I I did really hard. My taxes were hard last year. Next question. Have you ever cried at work? The options are hell yeah or nah. Oh. What the fuck are you crying at work for? There's hell yeah or there's not. Nah. <laughs> the fact that you pause a little bit here, it makes me think that you're like on this. You're like, definitely a hell yeah. <laughs> like, hell My no. dog died when I was at work, so. Okay, that doesn't count. I, I, I took I this question to be. I don't call that a hell yeah, but. Uh, I took this question yeah. to be, I cried because of work at work. Not because something bad happened. Never work. once shed a tear for any organization I yeah, work for. Yeah, Why? No. I don't give a shit. Hell yeah. You're a hell yeah? I I mean, I guess that's a the yeah response. Crying. Okay, so hell Inter- yeah. Inter- it, Taylor says yes. Hell, Inter- Taylor for sure is crying at work. Hell yeah is the majority. Is it really? Yes. Hell wow. yeah. 50, 56.3% versus nah at 43.7. So hell yeah. A lot of people cry at work apparently. That's fucked. All right. This is my... And then finish. Did you finish that sentence? This is my with fight song or last resort. I didn't finish it with either. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> but I would probably last resort. Yeah, I would probably go with the the Slipknot version of that. Well, it was Papa Roach first of all. Oh, Second fuck, of all, sorry, my bad. Um, Suffocation. No oh, breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so fight song one. This was very close. This is the closest one we've had. This is my fight song with 50.3. Whoa. Last resort was 49.7. Whoa. Crazy. And uh, the last one from the polls. I have a few more. Thompson, can you recognize something right there that it's not 50-50? No, that's, but that's like number of people. The outcome is still 50-50. Either Fight Song was going to win or Last Resort was going to win. That is 50-50. The number of people deciding is different. Okay. Would you we'll, ho- we'll talk about that. Would you hook up with Thanos? <laughs> uh, Yeah, probably, or dot, 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 no. No. The <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Why are you trying to cheat? Just, 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 just answer the question, Warner. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Hell no. Uh, yeah, probably was twenty five point eight percent. No, dot dot dot. No, was seventy four point two percent. Well, good for good for the rest of us. This twenty five percent. What the fuck's wrong with you? I mean, I guess it, almost as bad as people can't do their fucking taxes. <laughs> All right, I have. A, I have. A, if you guys want to keep going, I got a few no, more. He could dump keep you going. so quick. He just snaps <laughs> just, and you're with gone. the snap of a finger. No, you're gone. No, you know, it's it's fifty fifty. He could be gone. He could all- <laughs> there was never a city, there was never a part where he yeah. said he was what? safe from it. He said, "I'm gonna snap my fi- my fingers. Fifty percent of the universe is gone. That includes him. That, that is true. He was never safe from it. Hey, go back and watch the Avengers movies. Apparently, all right. So, or just do basic math. Have you have you ever tried using chopsticks? Yeah. Ever tried? I mean, <laughs> no, just have you I, ever I, I, attempted have you to use chops- chopsticks? Absolutely. Okay. Twenty four percent of people said no. 
So 76% of people in the United States said yes, and 24% have never tried I'm to use chopsticks. There's a lot of people that go did you to guys, Panda Express and have eat you, it with a fork. Did you guys ever go to Hibachi Grill when you were younger, and they gave you the kids' chopsticks that were like rubber band at the top with like the paper in between? I've never been to Hibachi. I just took this man to his first Chinese restaurant like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so cultured. <laughs> So, yes, I when we would go out on special occasions, like for a birthday or something, to a hibachi restaurant, and when we were kids, they would give us the children's chopsticks that were rubber banded at one end, so they were just like fucking tweezers. It's just spring-loaded, <laughs> so you could easily pick it yes, up. Yes, yeah. exactly. All right. um, do you wash your legs in the shower? Yeah. Absolutely. The fuck? 80% said yes, 20% said no. <laughs> oh, what? One of the comments was, do you only wash half of your car? <laughs> <laughs> what the? Who's not washing? Your legs are still dirty. Here's a, here's a question. Do you guys, and this, this is worded particularly, do you guys scrub your feet in the shower? It, I mean, I, I it mean, depends. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to get in there. But so like, but you you make a point to actually like go. Why are you in, looking like, at me? You wash your feet. Like you make it a point to go and like wash your feet yes. in the shower. Any any part that could potentially smell, I'm scrubbing because I don't want it to smell because it's gross. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we found the guy who's not washed his legs or anything below his chest. <laughs> He's hitting a one two on the armpits. I'm out. See you later. Now I know how you take showers so fast. I'm not a fast shower. We found that out. I see your reasoning, and I raised you up. But okay, so that no, one the, I couldn't. It, I the stuff, the soap, and everything washes down. Okay, so it does start from head. If you wash from head to toe, you get the benefit of the soap coming down from. Okay, your Reagan trickonomics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> trickle down, shower down economics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? yeah. The soap is coming no, down. But there is, I there is one of our friends that is a BE that I don't think. No, he did not do the study. What's a BE? What's a BE? A biomedical engineer. Okay, biomedical engineer. Who found a very good study that says there is the benefit, like you do have the benefit of wa the soap washing down. So the lower regions do get somewhat clean from the soap washing down. So I could not. I'm not saying it's a full benefit, I, but the closest I'm thing. I'm not saying it's a full benefit. I could not find the statistics on the feet. If, I only found the statistics on the legs. So. Okay. I could if if I'm outside and I'm barefoot and I come in with like black feet and it's like oh yeah I'm, yeah I'm running around in the dirt yeah, yeah no, it, I'm absolutely no, washing I'm, my every feet. every morning you, you absolutely it's a full body procedure you start from the top and you don't leave to the bottom of your feet yeah I wash top down it, like you you get down there though because like your feet and then I, get to right. the, I get to the tires and I don't always tire shine. All right, guys, I got it. <laughs> from a car guy, you should always touch it. You don't know when you're going to a show. Right. So if you need to have the rims looking good. I got I got, I got, got a few more of these, so I, I want to try to move through them. Uh, do you shower before bed? So there, there were three options here. There was morning, there was before bed, and there was both. I do I do morning only. Hey, well, it, I, no, no, I, take, I take the back. Depending on the day, 
if like I feel really gross after the gym at night and yes. I feel like I've like I am like not clean, I will I will do a light rinse, but for the most part most of my like heavy cleaning is in the morning. If so you're if, you're morning. Yeah, mo- uh, morning. Yeah, morning, yeah. If I break a sweat at all at all. Right, but shower. let's say you don't break a sweat. Probably not. Not at night? Probably not. Okay, so morning? Correct. Yeah, okay. always morning. I'm also a morning. Six typically, I do my heavy shower. cleaning, as Sean put it, in the morning. Morning was the majority. 42.3 in the morning. 29.2 before bed, which means they're not showering before they go to work. And then 28.5 was both. Wait, they don't shower before work? No, well, that means so they shower before bed because there was a both option. There was that, a that, you shower in the morning and is, there was a shower at night. That's common. That, that is pretty common. I think I feel like it might be more common for certain people than others, but like, oh really? Mainly because like, so like, I mean, like, I I know I sweat when I sleep. Yeah, because I I sleep hot. Like, it doesn't matter if I have a fan on me. It's cold in my apartment. Like, I am still like, I wake up. I'm like, God damn, I am hot as shit, and I sweat. And so I'm like, I have to get up and shower because I'm gonna smell bad. Whereas other people, they don't do that. Like, I've, I've. You know, you, you, we've all had that girlfriend that is sleeping in a hoodie, a comforter, woolly socks, and somehow is perfectly okay at a nice, reasonable body temperature. I'm like, how are you even fucking alive? Because I would have baked myself into some kind of casserole if I would have slept like Dude, that. Dude, I radiate heat. It's, yeah, it's so absolutely I, I ridiculous. I have to shower in the morning because I am, I am like, going to smell disgusting. All right. So, 42.3 in the morning, 29.2 before bed, and 28.5 does morning and showers at night. So two showers minimum The per two day. shower minimums only if I feel really gross after the gym. At yeah, night. that's the thing. That's is the it, only time. Yeah. Okay. I this, can imagine this, working out and then not showering. This one, there is stipulations too, but I'm curious what you guys say. Are, are you both right-handed? Yeah. Te- technically, yeah. Okay, right-handed, both of you? Yeah. Okay, so then I'm only going to give the two. Which shoe do you put on first? Which shoe? Which shoe? Left. Do you put on first? Always left. Ooh, I gotta think about that. Uh, I, I'm imagining me putting on my socks, and I put on the left one f- first, so I'm gonna assume left shoe. So I am also right-handed, and the majority of right-handed people put on their left shoe first. From what I found, it was 39% who are right-handed put on their left shoe first. Okay. Right and then right-handed right first was twenty-eight percent. So not not bad, but then that's why I had to ask if you were both right-handed because there's also left-handed well, options. Well, I, I was left-handed up until second grade, and then my teacher told me that was the wrong way to write your right. So you get you get the ruler to the left hand. I did, yeah. So, but I also have very <laughs> shitty handwriting, and it's because I hold my pencil in my right hand the way a left-handed person holds their pencil. So it's just dog shit. So that's why I like typing now. Computers are pretty good because they, they, they can't tell. <laughs> I have which, to use both hands. They can't, they can't tell which hand I am. They, they never know. All right, I got four more. Do you drink coffee? Yes. Fuck no. The majority is yes. 64% said yes. 36% said no. How Weak. many people that Weak. claim to drink coffee are drinking that sugary, watered-down, whatever the hell they Star- coffee. Starbucks Still is coffee. not coffee. Yeah. Coffee. No, Starbucks is unless a milkshake disguised a, as coffee. Yeah, unless you order a it's black It's a coffee, coffee and a milkshake skirt. Oh, oh. I'll give you. We got ourselves a purist here. If it's not black coffee, it's not coffee. No, uh, no, you didn't let me finish. I was going to say, if you order a black coffee and you add some creamer in it, that's fine. Whatever. But when you add... 
I'm sorry. No. Like when you had the other stuff, you had the oh whipped cream, you had the caramel, you well, had the blah blah the blah. Those people that are ordering that, they said that they, 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 do you drink lattes? They probably say yes. They, if they if you say do you drink coffee, like what the fuck's coffee? Well, I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even get into how many people drink more than three cups of coffee a day because that mm-hmm. that is. No. I, have a co- I have a coworker that will go through a whole pot of coffee a day by himself. Dude, that's how much is a pot of coffee? We always say uh, it, uh, like no, like he literally, he literally a has pot a, of coffee is like. 12 30, 30, cups. He, he has one of no, those. It's, it's like 12. There's no way. Yes. No, I drink has, a 12 ounce cup of coffee. No. He, yeah. He has, no, that's fine. I'm talking like a literally coffee pots are measured in no, cups. He, like he literally has like a bun coffee maker I, at yeah, his I desk know. with a full coffee pot. He fills up the water, pours it in there, puts his coffee in, fills up with his coffee. He drinks that the entire day. Dude, that dude is wired. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a machine. That's incredible. Yeah, he, he. All right. Well, what, well, this, this is not right. There's, there's, there's 16 ounces in a pot of coffee. Oh no, 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 that's not right. I know what you're saying. The that. like the bun ones, like where you see like the orange or the the black old school handle. coffee makers yeah. where you have to put the filter in the top and then you yeah. put the coffee grounds and all that kind of shit. All right. Yeah. So while you guys are looking it's that 64 up, 64 ounces. 64. Yes. Oh that's, my god. That's yeah. a half what half Jesus gallon? Christ. That's a half gallon. Yeah, this man's that's putting a lot down of coffee. That man's putting down coffee. But Dude. he's also an animal. That's he's unreal. a robot. All right. He golfs. We should Does golf he produce? Him one time. Does he produce? Oh, he's he's a great worker. All right. Yeah. I got three more questions I mean, for you. He's a machine. Uh, do you wear a seatbelt? Yes. That is stupid not to. Okay, well, 9.3% of people said no. You're so. stupid. That's not, I'm not surprised by that either. 90.7% said yes, 9.3%. Uh, do you text and drive? Yes. No, I drive a stick. I can't. Okay. I'm, I, not, I, proud, I'm, I'm not proud of it. I'm also guilty of it, but I will do it. And so 36% said yes, 64% of you are liars. <laughs> I can't. My hands are busy. 36 said yes, 64% said no. The only no. time I can reply is with modern technology with my newer car where I can say, if if either of you text me, I can say, oh, reply, and then it'll it'll do that. But I'm not physically picking up my phone and saying, oh, yes, I'm done with that because I'm too busy doing other things. All right, last question. Do you fold your pizza? I've started that is, that is dependent on the pizza slice. If it's a New York slice, you have to. That's the way to eat it. Just, just a. We're not talking like deep dish. We're not talking anything. Oh, that, no, it, absolutely fuck not. If it's not New York, I'm not folding it. So specifically, New York. I have started to. I also fold my pizza. Here's what bothered me about this question: sixty-four percent said no. You're liars. Sixteen percent said yes. Fifteen percent said no preference. Okay, that's fine. Five percent said not applicable. That is the most. Why are you guys folding your pizza? Just eat it. What the no, fuck is wrong with you? That's the most obnoxious answer. Not applicable. Like, oh, I don't eat pizza. Like, that's just an obnoxious answer. Maybe just put no preference. Maybe they have a gluten allergy. They can't. No, they have gluten free pizza. pizza. There is one hundred percent gluten free pizza. But maybe not in foldable slices. I just feel like not applicable is a very obnoxious answer for I don't fold my pizza because Pe- I don't, don't fold eat your pizza. pizza. If it's not a New York slice, don't fold it. Be a man. Or a woman. Or it. Or whatever you want it to be. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever your pronoun is, just do that. Just don't don't fold your pizza. You do you is what John is trying to say. Well, that's all I had. Alright. So that was fun. General consensus. I don't know if we were in the general population or not there, but probably not. Whatever. Uh, you know what? I might actually throw some of these out on like our Instagram, like do some uh, Instagram polls and just see what the the people think. So, 
So follow us on Instagram at the T-H-E-E Last Call Podcast. All of our other social media handles are the same. Uh, we'll throw out some Twitter. Well, we do have a Twitter now. I did sign us up for Twitter. I don't know if you saw that notification I earlier. Did. I did. But anyways. I did not. For the Last Call Podcast, I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. We hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends. Take me home.